Rolling, rolling, rolling. Whoops. Right, hey, what's up, everybody? Glad you enjoyed listening to me drop my microphone there. And uh, we'll get going here in a minute with the podcast. We'll talk some wrestling, wrestling, here in the WWF. <laughs> Sorry. That was the word, the world's worst Lord Alfred Hayes impression ever. So, Tom McDonald, uh, I'm not sure what the hell genre he is, but uh, he's got some he's got some good tunes, and uh, he dropped a new track today called Names. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, let's listen to it while we warm up and light up a cigar. a nice beat to it a lot of his songs are uh, political overtones and uh, you know again if you judge a book by its cover which I sometimes do uh, by the way that was Tom McDonald uh, for those on the video they're getting a late start Uh, Tom McDonald he's a a big big time uh, I guess he's in the rap genre but uh, I think he does some other, he does some acoustic and some uh, other type, whatever. You get my point. Um, but yeah, you know, if you judge a book by its cover, he's got braids, long ass braids, tattoos on his face. But from everything I've seen and heard of him, he's one of the nicest people in the world. Um, and, you know, his political videos songs get millions of well all of his videos and songs get millions of views and plays but the political ones get you know like double that of uh the other ones but yeah check out tom mcdonald on youtube the name of the newest video is called names and you got a taste of that so this is the panic attack i am big john and we're talking wrestling. Uh, we don't know what the fate, the future, the next step for Sasha Banks or Mercedes uh, Vardez, Barrett, I can't, Barano, whatever. I, we don't know what the next step is for Sasha Banks completely, but she is doing non-wrestling related appearances 
between now and January 1st, as in autograph signings like Comic Cons. different convention-style events. Uh, her asking fee is $30,000 for an appearance, uh, which is, uh, from what promoters say, is a fair fee for someone like her. Uh, the only people with higher appearance fees are Ric Flair, uh, Hulk Hogan, of course, I don't know what his appearance fee is, but I know it's like $199.99 to get a picture and an autograph with the Hulkster. Uh, with Sasha, I think she's charging 30 bucks for an autograph, and then there's a you know like professional photo combo package, and uh, I'm sure if it's a selfie, it's a little cheaper. But uh, I think a professional photo and an autographed picture is like 90 bucks, which, you know, you're really, being an autograph collector, uh, Sasha Banks' autograph isn't worth the paper it's signed on, but you're paying to meet the person, you know, and I think hopefully they appreciate that. Most of the celebs I know uh, do, or the ones I've met at, uh, Steel City Con, the Pittsburgh Comic Con. They seem to appreciate you coming out to see them. Um, one of the best was uh, Fonzie from Happy Days. I don't know what else to call him. I can't remember his real name. But uh, Henry Winkler, that's what it was. Uh, he, you know, he was out in front of his booth or his table, whatever. Uh, meet shaking hands with people uh, as they were coming up to him uh, and you know t carrying on conversations everyone that talked to him and shook his hand and met him uh, said what a nice guy he was I at that time really didn't have uh, enough money to get his autograph and stuff so I wasn't just going to go up and shoot the shit with him I mean he probably wouldn't have cared, but uh, again, they're t in my opinion, uh, they're there to sell autographs and uh, make money. I'm sure they get a cut of the autograph fee, uh, and then the the venue or the promoter gets you know your, your ticket for walking in the door and a cut of the uh, autograph fee. So uh, whatever it is. Uh, but, um, yeah, Henry Winkler, everyone said, was, like, the best. Um, but Sasha is not known for her friendliness to certain fans. Now, I've seen her be extremely kind to kids at the hospital, uh, like Make-A-Wish kids, the Cancer Center kids. Um... I've seen her be nice to her uh, young female fans. But then, you know, guys, gentlemen, uh, you know, I'm 45 going on 46. I'd like to meet Sasha because I used to work with uh, the Handicap. And I heard uh, on her WWE, uh, I don't know what you call it, comeback bi uh, biography thing. 
uh, she talked about, you know, she left regular school and went to online school, which was not easy in the 90s. It wasn't, you know, internet access and stuff like that. It was not as easy uh, in the 90s when she did this uh, as it is now. So, anyways, for her to uh, stop going to school so her mother could work, go to school online so she could stay at home and take care of her brother, she's got mucho respect from me for that. Um, and I think that's a, a really wonderful thing. So, uh, hopefully, she'll make it to a comic con or some kind of convention near... Uh, eastern Ohio or western Pennsylvania uh, so I can meet her shake her hand and tell her I got respect for her uh, in that regard <coughs> where I started to go was guys gentlemen she's a very pretty lady I get it she, she's a beautiful woman and she's uh, she's very toned she's got a pretty face she has a nice skin color she's muscular abs legs arms very attractive lady but gentlemen it's not kosher to find out a woman's flight number be at the airport gate at 4 a.m. and try to meet a woman I know you're a fan I'm a I'm a fan uh, but that's not cool. That's not the way to do it. I've stood outside the building where the rest, the like the uh, VIP or you know where the wrestlers pull into the parking deck, the private parking at the Cleveland Arena, uh, the same door that the Cleveland Cavaliers and whatever other performers that use that arena go into. Uh, I stood out there to meet the Hardy Boys, The Rock, Trish Stratus, uh, D-Generation X. Uh, you know, we got there before noon, like 10 a.m., and hung out until they opened the doors for the wrestling to start, uh, I don't know, 6 or 7 p.m., so it was a long day, but I got a lot of pictures of my favorite wrestlers, got to meet uh, quite a few of them, uh, and things like that. That's one thing. That's at the arena. But showing up at an airport at 4 a.m., that's being a stalker. So I think, gentlemen, we need to chill, chisel with that stuff. Uh, it's not only Sasha Banks that gets that. Uh, I heard when Triple H was... Uh, when you first knew who the fuck Triple H was, <coughs> people would try to meet him at the airport, and he would literally make a a turn for the airport gate away from the fans and autograph seekers, and walk across the the seats in the airport waiting area to avoid fans, like. Do, 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 across the seats okay not around the seats throw his suitcase over his shoulder step up onto the seats 
walk, you know, over the back of the seat to the next seat to the next row and, and cut through the seats in the lounge that way. So uh, that's just not how you meet your favorite wrestler. You don't stalk them. Go to a comic con or you just don't get to meet them. It's not that big of a deal. Okay? Uh, Sasha Banks, for as great a wrestler as she is, uh, is not Hulk Hogan. It's one thing when I saw hundreds of people, maybe a thousand, m mobbing Hulk Hogan's uh, table at the Arnold Classic and there was no order to it whatsoever. The Arnold Classic people dropped the ball and Hulk was just looking around like, man, this is about to be a riot. And uh, I... I got the feeling it was going to be problems because you had people there that were just there to meet the Hulkster and you had people that were just there for the Arnold Classic bodybuilding and the bodybuilding people were not happy with the wrestling people we want our protein discount we want our free samples out of our way I'm on steroid move uh, and some of these dudes were more steroids than Hulk, all right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I could feel the tension rising. So I, I bolted for a, another area. Uh, went, actually, I went and got something to eat, I think. And then I came back, and the line was, eh, or the, the mob, because it never formed a line, uh, was a little smaller. I was able to get some... Uh, close enough to get some close-up pics of Hulk, but I knew I was never going to be able to fit, jimmy my way through this crowd up to meet him. It, it just wasn't going to work. Uh, but then that's when NXT was at the Arnold Classic, so him and Triple H were in uh, the ring, and I just happened to walk over to the NXT area to sit down and relax uh, and watch some wrestling, and out comes Hulk and Triple H doing the pose down. So I got some great pictures of my hero there. Uh, but, yeah. I hope Sasha treats her fans well. I, I want to meet her and tell her uh, how much I respect her for taking care of her, her handicapped brother. And, uh, yeah. That'd be cool. Now, Lady Rassler, who's not acting cool right now, Natalia. Let's have a tizzock about this after a little, a little break because that gab about Sasha Banks took longer than I wanted it to. Brb. Listen, listen to some more Tom McDonald. So. Natalia Neidhart, the daughter of uh, Hall of Famer and, frankly, wrestling legend and former Oakland Raider, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Uh, they called him the Anvil, allegedly, in his younger powerlifting days. Uh, he won an Anvil throwing contest. Uh, those of you who don't know what the hell an Anvil is, Google it. Those of us that grew up watching 
the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote know what exactly what an anvil is. But uh, last week <coughs> we had at a house show a non televised uh, set of matches. Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Uh, Liv Morgan did her finisher, which is a, a pretty unique wrestling move. Um, you just, you have to see it. I, I've never seen anything like it. I'm not saying it's good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, uh, Natalia did not, did not seem to take the bump right. She kind of went down on her hands and knees instead of falling flat. Uh, Liv did the pin and then immediately Natalia jumps up and points and yells something at Liv and rolls out of the ring. Uh, very strange, uh, to do that and very unprofessional. Basically, she did not sell, did not put over the finishing move of Liv Morgan. Um, and frankly, you know, Natalia can be a, a dangerous wrestler if she wants to be. She is uh, stronger, bigger. Is uh, she could shoot on somebody? She can shoot, not shoot with a gun, but shoot in wrestling terms on someone. Um, would she? I don't know. I mean, some of the divas have said that. She likes putting the, the uh, sharpshooter on them and cranking down on it. You know, that'd be pretty, that's pretty ignorant. I mean, there's people that are stiff. There's people that uh, work snug, but it's a, an accepted part of their thing. Uh, I've got to the point where Natalia's gone from one of my favorite wrestlers because she was kind of an underdog. She came in in the uh, Divas era where there were a lot of pillow fights and stuff, and she could uh, put, she could actually wrestle, though. And I always thought she was kind of attractive. Um, still think she is. But she's too much like her Uncle Brett, where she takes wins and losses seriously. Uh, lately, supposedly backstage, she's been telling... Uh, writers and other people, uh, the bookers, the the people in charge, that she feels like she's being treated as a jobber. Well, you know, her time has passed. She's had her chances and her world title reigns. And uh, different things. You know, they made her one of the stars of the Total Divas show. And all this stuff. And it's time for her to put other wrestlers over. Not worry so much about wins and losses. Like I've said with Bret Hart. Wrestlers move up and down the wrestling card all the time. Go from, you know, everyone starts pretty much at the bottom and works their way up and Natalia is no different than that but 
because she was so good, because she was a heart, she did get over. Uh, and she didn't, you know, start out losing match after match. She always had a good spot because she was always a good wrestler. But one of the backstage, uh, what do they call them, senior agents, said, Natty was a serious problem backstage last Friday, so bad that several producers and writers were talking about whether or not to go straight to Vince. Uh, right now, um, Bruce Pritchard is head of talent relations. So these guys were thinking about skipping Bruce, which they ultimately did not. They went to Bruce Pritchard. Uh, but they thought about going straight to Vince. Uh, frankly, now take reality shows how you want to. Uh, I looked at the show Total Divas, and it seemed like Natty was a crybaby, a constant complainer. Uh, you know, backstage at wrestling, and things like that and it uh, uh, whenever they had the divas all together and were they were out shopping or doing some ad act some adventure that was part of the show uh, she seemed like a, a crybaby a complainer uh, Bret Hart is notorious and man, he's one of he was one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid growing up. Uh, but he took it so serious that he screwed himself over in Montreal. Uh, you know, Teddy Hart was the youngest person to ever sign a WWE contract at 18 years old. Uh, at that time. Now, things might have changed since then. There might have been other 18-year-olds to sign WWE contracts. But he was the first 18-year-old to sign a WWE contract. He had such a backstage attitude problem. Uh, he is in his 40s now and can't get booked anywhere other than an indie that's desperate for any kind of name. Uh... In fact, a few years ago, there was a great fear that he was going to kill Maria Manic or Maria Spiro. Uh, I don't know what name she's going by now, but her wrestling name was Maria Manic. And she was uh, an up-and-coming wrestler. She had a WWE tryout. She was a featured part of the Ring of Honor women's division. Uh, she's like 5'10 or 5'11. Beautiful young lady. Um, and muscular as hell at that time. Uh, and then through the pandemic, and the, she's disappeared off social media, so I don't know what she's doing now. But she's uh, slimmed down, lost some muscle, and does more like yoga and calisthenics. But anyhow, there, the fear was Teddy Hart was going to kill her a few years ago because he's such an asshole. So I'm just wondering, is there something wrong with the Hart family? I mean, Owen seemed cool as hell. Everyone loved Owen. There's never anything bad been said about Owen, you know. 
<coughs> and the bad things that are said about Brett really aren't that bad other than he takes wrestling too serious. Uh, and Natty seems to be that person too that takes the wrestling business too serious. Uh, but, it, you know, somebody on Twitter named Bob, her alleged assistant, uh, I don't know that Natalia Neidhart is of the level in life that she would have an actual assistant. Some, some, I speculate, and I think some other people speculate, Bob is uh, a made-up name. <laughs> he tweeted a response to the articles about Natalia's attitude and basically said they're all bullshit, she doesn't have any backstage heat, blah, blah. Um, I remember she had the heat with Summer Ray, also known as Danielle Monet, who Danielle is known as one of the nicest people backstage. Uh, but she was a model that tried to be a wrestler. They tried to make her a wrestler. Uh, and I don't know if it was part of the Total Divas show. I think it was. Uh, Summer Ray and Natalia were riding from town to town in the same car. And Natalia and her got into an argument where Natalia called her almost a, you're almost a stripper. Well, her gimmick was to come out dancing with Fandango. And his gimmick was he was uh, a ballroom dancer, like dancing with the stars. His gimmick should have been he's a really great wrestler. But uh, they brought this pretty girl out who's trained in classical dance and a model. And Natalia said that made her almost a stripper. <laughs> and Danielle or Summer, whatever, her response was, this is why you and TJ's marriage has problems because of your attitude. And I don't know how the... the episode or the scene ended but I just remember seeing on commercials Natalia throwing Summer out of the car after she called Summer a stripper and uh, Summer said this is why you and TJ's marriage is in trouble <laughs> yikes not kind words from either lady in that regard uh, so this isn't the first time Natalia has had a problem with another lady wrestler who is frankly prettier uh, and back to the Total Divas show take it for what you will because it's reality television we know reality television is fake but there was a time when Natty was trying to dress sexy constantly wanting to do selfies with people on the show and uh, the scene kind of faded into this natty going well I've always felt like the ugly duckling of the division uh, of the divas I'm the ugly duckling no you're just not Trish Stratus <laughs> you know Trish is a, a, a 9 or a 10 you're 
a 7 or a 6. I'm a negative 43, okay? Uh, I'm so far off the scale of 10, I'm in the negative, all right? Uh, that's just how life goes. And, and that's bullshit. It's the personality that matters. Uh, and when we see Natty's true personality, it makes her seem less attractive. When we hear this and see that she's not putting over a younger wrestler because that wrestler's not at the the heart family level of wrestling, oh my gosh. Uh, or that younger wrestler is prettier and has some improving to do, at, but that wrestler has the belt. This isn't the 1970s or 60s or 50s or whatever. Sometimes they put the belt on a person to build that character up where Natalia and Brett and that generation before Brett Hart, if you got the world championship, it meant the company believed that you could put asses in the seats and that you would draw money. Now, Liv Morgan, when they put that belt on her and she came out and did that promo, this is our belt. We're all the champions together, whatever she said. The crowd went ape shit. The fans went nuts. And the fans are going to come out and cheer Liv Morgan. And they're going to uh, go to the shows to see Liv Morgan. And little girls are going to come to wrestling matches to see Liv Morgan. Natty has always had a cult following of wrestling fans. But Liv Morgan is going to have mainstream wrestling fans. Men, women, and children. Sorry, Natty. You're, you're one of the best lady wrestlers of all time. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. But if she's got an attitude problem, and I see it, and I've, now we've seen it at a non-televised wrestling show where she didn't think cameras were rolling she cheated the fans that night as much as she cheated anyone not she didn't cheat to win cheat in the match but she cheated the fans out of what they paid to see by being an asshole at the end of that match so all right god bless you guys pray for one another fear in a little bit with some poly poly chicken Fun stuff.